Hello and welcome back to three mindful minutes meditation guidance to help you unwind. Welcome. Today's episode, we're just going to be talking about three things, three simple things that we think can help you, our listeners. And the time starts now. Again, as a reminder, we'll have some very gentle chimes mm-hmm. to tell you each minute. So, first thing we want to tell listeners is try taking a bath. You know, times can get so stressful and we forget how soothing a nice bath can be. Try a bath bomb. Try a bath bomb. Uh, it's just a moment where you can lie down in hot water and breathe. Make sure the water's not too hot. Make sure the water's not too hot. And it truly is so relaxing. The, um, you know, how many times do you have the moment, the ability to just stop and just close your eyes and really just enjoy yourself? Okay, I'm okay, sorry. The, the uh, we have a new intern working for us. His name is Steven. Um, uh-huh. I think he has different maybe alarms for uh-huh. the chimes. Anyway, take a few deep breaths. Take a few deep breaths. Another thing you can do, speaking of, to unwind is um, cuddle with a loved one. You know, those who care most about you, nothing feels better than a touch. Breathe onto your loved ones. Take a nice big inhale, and then just unload a warm exhale on a loved one. Make sure to do it right on... (laughs) Okay, Stephen. Stephen, we can need to talk. Our apologies, everyone. Mm-hmm. The last thing that we'll you fix could it do, in post. We'll fix it in post. The last thing you can do, maybe to unwind, is read a book. You know, isn't it interesting how in these crazy times, it seems like people don't read anymore. Just cuddling up with maybe a loved one in a nice book. In a public library. In a public library, you should cuddle up. Have a cuddle sandwich with a loved one behind you. Take a bath in a public library. (laughs) Try taking a bath in a public library and cuddled up with your loved one behind you and your book in front of you. Huckleberry Finn. Cuddle up in a library taking a bath loved one behind you and Huckleberry Finn in front of you. Okay, okay um, alright. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to Maybe Don't. Hello. Episode 3. Hello. We're doing it, you saw. We're doing it. We got a dank podcast. We we have a podcast. To to be perfectly transparent, this is the last episode we're recording before we release the first episode. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, to to have recorded in a vacuum this whole time, but then people are going to hear it. We're about to walk out on the stage. Oh boy. Are you nervous? <laughs> I'm terribly nervous. Really? Yeah. Oh crap. Are you nervous? Yes and no. I'm feeling more confident though as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, cause I've lightly been telling people, I've been doing some podcasts, which we'll talk about, we yeah. both have to promote it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone I've talked to has been really supportive and excited, which should make me feel more nervous. <laughs> but I think the reason I don't feel nervous is cause we've already done a few. Yeah. So it's like, what's done is done. Right. You're right. Okay. I'm excited now. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, c- can I say something? So please, we had a photo shoot. Yeah, man, we're doing all the professional <laughs> stuff. 
And I don't know, like, how nervous were you during that photo shoot? How anxious were you during that photo shoot? Um, not very, because my friend Darius took the photos for mm-hmm. us. He's a great artist who does improv and sketch and writing, but he's also incredible behind the camera. He was great. Um, so he took pics of us. I wasn't nervous until he said multiple times, <laughs> Kevin, you're squinting, you're squinting, you're squinting, um, because we were outdoors yeah, and it was incredibly sunny. Yeah. And then I got in my head of like, I am squinting a bunch, even though we like set up a little shade for us. Mm -hmm. And then, and looking back at the photos, I could see myself getting mad because I knew I was squinting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you feel about it? I I was so nervous only because your significant other helped. Darius helped. Like, and now there's so much goodwill in the project that if it, if it does falter, then that means, you know, some uh, people will have sacrificed for not, you know what I oh, mean? So, oh, so you think like we'll have wasted people's time yeah. if it bombs. Mm-hmm. I think we will have wasted people's time <laughs> if we don't release it. Oh, that's true. I think true. that would be- I thought you were going to say regardless. <laughs> <laughs> regardless, we have wasted people's time. Um, no, I think- they are two very supportive people in mm-hmm. my life, and I think they're excited. I, I was calling them mom and dad when you were. You looking. were, and I was uncomfortable, and they were uncomfortable. Right, but I it told helped you, me. it did help you. So mm-hmm. then they had to awkwardly embrace that <laughs> and say, "Yes, son." And then I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "Am I the neighbor then, mm. or the uncle?" <laughs> but yeah, it went really well. We took some pics in my backyard, yeah. and uh, they look. Great. They look great. People, they'll, they'll have been published by now. But um, during the photo shoot, yeah. like, I, I didn't realize that this, or it never occurred to me that this was a legitimate skill to have, like, to be able to take photos. Do you know what I mean? No. You know about photography. No, I know. But, like, like halfway through, I was, I found myself getting really, really, like, ironic and just, like, you know, trying to protect myself because I knew, I was worried I wasn't doing a good job of taking photos. Oh, like being the subject. Being, being take- the subject of a photo. Okay, okay I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. meant like you didn't understand oh, how no. people like, <laughs> so he's taking photos of us and people get paid to do that? And yeah, and I think I looked really awkward in a lot. You looked way more natural. No. And to be honest, I thought it was going to be the other way, uh-huh. going to be the other way. I thought I was going to look like a natural and you are going to be awkward. But yeah. then I do think, and I love Darius, I think he got in my head. <laughs> There were times when he was like, "You sound, you look great, Kevin. Could you just stop?" Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, and and even I, I wanted to say something supportive, but I didn't know how. Um, so I was, I, it, it just, you know, it was a very. I think he. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, like, for me, mm-hmm. emotions were running high. Do you know what I mean? It just felt like very, very tense. A lot was at stake. When in reality, nothing was at stake. No, we it was fine. like literally one of my best friends doing something for an hour and then we got coffee and had like a great conversation and yeah. caught up afterward and and that's kind of our relationship like we do things like that for each other um i'm embarrassed to say it's been like 90 percent of the time him helping me um but i'm always down to help help him with stuff too and yeah. we know that about each other and he was excited and he was saying afterward like i don't get to do stuff like this enough like take right. cool photos and stuff like that but what I wondered too, the psychology behind like, I, I think he was doing more than just giving a note. I think he also was trying to ease it a little bit by like, let yeah. me make fun of my buddy a little right, bit. Right, right, And I'm glad that he did that. Yeah. I bet in reality he was like, no, I was just trying to give you like an honest note. Yeah, but to me, it literally felt like mom and dad were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should we introduce the show? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? So I've had to yeah. do this multiple times uh, yeah, now. Yeah, me too. And do we just want to try at the same time? Oh, yes. Okay. Let's do it. Three, two, two one. one. It's mostly it's ma- a vanity project for and me and Kevin. And I think Kevin. we're doing a, a I bring pretty my good piano job. And There's an opening and closing segment. It's and, been so uh, long since I've done The opening segment is like not going, uh, it doesn't always go super well. But we the, took photos. Closing se- we took photos. <laughs> okay, so like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like we're similar. on the same page. <laughs> what shows did you do? So you did so many more shows than I do. And also really quick on a serious note, welcome to Maybe Don't, a Kevin and You Song variety show with an opening segment and a closing, closing segment. segment. Thanks um, for coming back. Thanks for coming back. And if back. this is your first episode, welcome. Yeah, welcome. And we're sorry. And we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Um, so I did 
fellow Earwolf employee, mm-hmm. um, Shannon's podcast, asked me about K-pop. How was that? I've listened to an episode. I've loved it. I know very little about, little about K-pop. I know you are a oh. master of K-pop. I mean, I, I've never felt more at home in a recording studio. And I know I'm saying that on yeah. our podcast. Yes, to me. Um, to you. Doing multiple episodes, spending hours. <laughs> I have a similar story where I did a show and yeah. all I talked about was how great it is working with someone else to a person uh, who hosts a podcast by herself. Right. <laughs> and I felt really guilty of like, just talking about like, and we're really connecting and right. like, we have this like very strong bond now right. and collaborating is amazing. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so that was a really, really fun time. And um, it was recorded, um, not posthumously, but that was the only word in my head. It was recorded in the past, but there's mm-hmm. a Doughboy's Double coming out or maybe that has been out by now. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, it's mostly those. You've been doing a lot more podcasts, though. Can I say I talked to Weiger uh-huh. last week, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, I would love to have you on the du- like a double to promote it." <laughs> and and then I said, and I don't know if I should have said this because I kind of accidentally outed you. Did he tell you this? No. I was like, um, "Yeah, you song said he's gonna like put it in the next double that he did," and then he went, "Cool, cool." And then he paused and went, wait, we already recorded that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, think that's okay. And then I was like, yeah, he. I, I don't know if he's going to like put something in or something. You could tell he was thinking like, what the fuck is Yusong doing behind <laughs> my back? Um, it, w- it wouldn't be behind anyone's back, but no, I understand his concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully it's on there. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's on there. Um, you've been doing so many guest spots. It's fun, and I hope that it helps me as a host as well right kind of seeing how different and granted as a producer who spends like all day in recording studios it also like i'm not on mic as guests watching Mm -hmm. it's crazy because it feels like watching as a producer feels totally different than watching as the literal guest yeah 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 but yeah i did the podcast vibrant visionaries with heidi bennett and do you know the spinal tap minute podcast have you, have you no, heard of those i can infer what the minute yeah yes yeah, yeah. um she's also the host of that and uh-huh. that was super fun that's awesome um and then i did everything reviewed yeah. which i called <laughs> you in the middle of and so i'm on there too but very very briefly very briefly mm-hmm. Uh, and then I did Almost Better Than Silence, yeah, which, which you've done. also done. And then Sunday I'm doing It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> but I want to talk about each of these a little bit. Yeah. Vibrant Visionaries, so fun. Uh-huh. I think it was like the first like non-comedy <laughs> right. podcast that I did. I can't wait for like one of these to just be just a shitty time. I can't believe I guessed it on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them, I just left in the middle, was texting, yawning a lot. Yeah. Oh, no, all, all of these were great. Vibrant mm-hmm. Visionary is super fun, but everything reviewed. Yeah. So the show is super funny, and I really enjoyed it. I came in too cocky, and I think I, like, destroyed the show. Like, they might have to cancel the show because of my guest appearance, and here's why. Super easy yeah. uh, premise, like, uh-huh. format. Name is uh, – the premise is in the title – the guest just comes on with something that they want to review. They uh-huh. do like a whole episode. Yeah. Definitely like a comedy podcast. The right. host, Justin and Joey, are super funny. But my history with that show is Andy Neese, who was Hollywood Handbook intern, now the producer of the Flagrant Ones podcast, mm-hmm. came on the show to talk about his bass guitar, played a bunch of really cool stuff on bass. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to him in the DMs on Twitter because I loved his appearance and was like, dude, I want to like jam with you. Yeah. And so we literally now like play music together. So when they reached out saying like, Hey man, Andy's done the show. Would love to have you on. I was like, yes. And I want to do the thing I want to review is Andy's episode. <laughs> Clever idea. Right. Yeah. And, and this is an example. And I don't know if you've experienced it this. It is a good idea. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever experienced this as a producer, uh-huh. Good idea, poor execution. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, again, 100% my fault. Um, and the, the episode is funny. Uh-huh. Um, the hosts were great. It mm-hmm. really was like, I should have came in with like 100 ideas. <laughs> right. And I did this shitty thing where I even said like, do you guys have an aux cord? I'll play like clips. Uh-huh. Did not do that at all. And they were like looking for an aux cord and everything. And then I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, I'm just going to 
riff about it. I right. like listened to it and took notes. And they're like, okay, yeah, we found a, uh, an ox chord for this, but uh, oh, <laughs> all good. Um, so it yeah. like, I do the episode and can immediately feel like, oh, I'm just completely scrambling. Mm-hmm. And I think the issue is, it's a very like meta clever idea, mm-hmm. but I've never done the show before. It's a good idea for someone who's like on episode that I've done the show like four times. Right, right, right. Like I'm running out of stuff to review. How about we do your episode, like one of your episodes? Yeah. So toward the end of it, I don't know if they want me like sharing all this information, but toward the end of it, they're uh-huh. like, so like, what do we call this? Like, what do we do with this? <laughs> and then I say like, what if you guys release this as like a bonus episode uh-huh. and then we do like an actual episode? Uh-huh. <laughs> And they were like, okay. And you can tell in their head, they're like, we just recorded for like a fucking hour and a half. And now you want to like start another one. And they were like, okay, uh, yeah, sure. Good idea. But you can tell like they actually thought it was a good idea. And in my head, I was like, man, that's how bad this went. That they were like, sure, let's keep recording. Let's keep doing more stuff. Well, it could have just been like they thought you were earnest and you thought they were earnest. You know what I mean? With that suggestion? No, it was an honest suggestion. Mm -hmm. And um. And it went like the whole experience was great. Yeah. I just felt so guilty. Yeah. Because I felt like I was like wasting totally wait. Like you were saying with Darius and Leah, I was uh-huh. like, oh my God, I'm completely <laughs> wasting their time. Um, so yeah. we we did like a full episode and then took like a five minute break, like chatted a little bit, uh-huh. and then did another one, which I think Are is going serious? to be the like actual the original one that comes out like on their normal day oh and then i think God. they're going to release like and this might have already happened yeah. by the time we're re- recording this or by the time this releases so i think what's going to happen is like we did an actual episode of their show which was about podcast like mm-hmm. reviewing podcast and then as a bonus to get like more into podcast we review their own podcast episode <laughs> I pray that people like it. Yeah. And I was like, so, I was so apologetic. Yeah. It was like, honestly, like I was embarrassed because I was like, these guys are like fans of me and Hollywood handbook. Uh-huh. And then at the end, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I was like, am I making like myself and like Earwolf look bad right now? L- like you're a mall saying that you just spilled a drink on a kid. I was like, here's this <laughs> epic idea that I can't execute because I'm not a podcast host. Or a good guest. I'm sure it went fine. I haven't been able to listen to it yet, but when you called me to be on the show... Uh, we I, called I you this. during the show. No, yeah. During the yeah, show. Yeah. I, I, I'm i sure it was great. Yeah, honestly, again, and I know I keep saying, they're great, they're great. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that because I don't want it to come off at all like the show was bad or anything. Like, yeah. I, it's, I'm sure it's going to be super funny, mm-hmm. and they'll probably generously edit me um and, and honestly check it out that vibrant visionaries and then the next day uh-huh. i did almost better than silence which yeah. you've done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was super fun it's like a video game podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god so i texted you the whole thing with their 300th episode yeah yeah, yeah. that was horrifying to me that that so for anyone who doesn't know like um in the middle of uh, one of their episodes, they stopped the episode to be like on their three hundred. On their like, three hundred. This is episode. our big because in my brain I was like, oh, let me just listen to their like. Yeah. I listened to your episode, mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know what? I should listen to their most recent episode as well. Like I should listen to as much as possible. Yeah, and and so they they stopped that, and then to to tell the news that instead of going on a planned hiatus, yeah. they were now going to break that hiatus immediately by having you on. They were, yeah, exactly. They were like, you know, we we're planning on taking a break from the yeah. show, but ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chef Kevin from Hollywood Handbook is going to do the show next week. We're so excited yeah. for him to talk video games with us. And I immediately panicked because yeah. I was like- It's not wrong, but like just that feeling of being walked up a cliff of expectations. like Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, again, relating to like you feeling nervous about this show coming out, I keep having these mini moments of that. (laughs) But yeah, and again, I'm like, okay, I play video games. I'm not like a like super knowledgeable. I'm not nearly as close as you are. Not a gamer with a four instead of an A. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I got so nervous that I was going to bomb that one. And it was right off of my like shit show (laughs) of the other one that I did. But that went great. They were so easy right. to talk to. Yeah. 
And Sunday, I'm doing the Bare Naked Ladies one. That's going to be great. And you and I might have some other ones mm-hmm. that I'm super excited about doing as well. Me too. Um, maybe maybe this opening segment, which we are now calling Podcast Prison, <laughs> is <laughs> um, um, getting too long. But I, I really wanted to ask you about this. So please, guesting on other people's podcasts, which mm-hmm. I feel like is a more and more commonplace and relatable thing because friends have podcasts. Like even if you're not here in LA, you're bound to have a friend of a friend who at least you know does a podcast. Mm-hmm. So you might be asked to guest. Mm-hmm. It's very very like. Some shows, um, you get the feeling that people are just listening for the the hosts. Yeah. And so you don't want to necessarily like take away from that or to interrupt. Um, and it's really like I I've gotten in my head so many times of like, oh, how exactly do I add here without, you know, like it always feels like I'm calling, like interrupting something whenever mm-hmm. I talk. Um and then other other uh podcasts are just like interviews where you're where you're being asked questions and those are a lot easier. Um did you have that same experience? <laughs> um, kinda. I mean, mm-hmm. the first one, Vibrant Visionaries, was definitely like one-on-one interview. Yeah, and almost better than Silence felt more like like they were all kind of they're all interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's you know that's fascinating too. Like as a genre, are podcasts more like are the conversational ones more like interviews in disguise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like our, I don't really know what I'm saying, but basically like, like the NPR style of like, yeah. here are my questions. What are your answers? Right, right, right. But like are a lot of like modern podcast, like interviews, like conversations slash interviews in disguise. Right. And I think on top of that, then to be a comedy podcast where you then have to ask yourself like, Okay, here I go. I'm going to try to be funny. Yeah, and here's my joke. (laughs) Oh, and I definitely had several times throughout this whole week on all the podcasts where I was like, big swing. (laughs) And and like had to go back and explain like, no, yeah, that was a joke. Or like big swing and uh, just complete silence. Like, no, we know it was a joke. You don't need to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that answer your question? No, I, I, I mean, it did. It was just like, it is it is still very, very nerve-wracking for me to do any sort of comedy podcast, even though this is what I set out to do yeah. and what I quote-unquote want to do. The thing, yeah, it does feel like maybe like with, does it feel like there's more pressure yeah. with a comedy podcast because you also should be funny? Um, I am nervous about like an upcoming one that we're going to do that yeah. is a like capital C comedy podcast. Right. Cap- um <laughs> we are a we are a lowercase font dip down really, yeah, really yeah. low. We're C like comedy. the closed captions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's our comedy. Yeah. Um and I think a, a lot of podcasts are somewhere in the middle though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that scenario I think is very comfort comforting slash comfortable mm-hmm. because you're not expected to be like as funny and you yeah. can just kind of throw in jokes whenever feels natural. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. What's a what's a pirate's um All right, favorite? Uh, here comes a joke. Here we fucking go. What's a pirate's favorite expression followed by the name of their ship? Who the pirate keep in mind, comma, listens to a lot of podcasts. Um like uh give me that booty a wooden ship. Your, uh, like Stitcher Premium? See, that's a great response, and I want that on a t-shirt, but my answer was RSS oh. because of the types of feeds. Okay, we're going to go jump off a cliff. <laughs> Welcome to K-Rock 107.7. Smooth rides for the ride home late at night we're giving you tips to unwind uh, to finish your night off right hey ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the show that was uh tommy tom on the keys we thought it'd be fun if he played drums with the name tommy tom but he thought it would be more fun to play keys my parents really wanted a lot for me that didn't end up happening you all know me. I'm Mr. Mason. It's my first name, and I won't tell you my last name. <laughs> Always the mysterious one. Um, mysterious Mason. Mm, is that your first name? 
uh, let's go on to the segment. <laughs> okay, well, here's tip number one to relax. Uh, 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 hey, have you ever tried drinking a night of, uh, uh, I mean, a night's worth of wine near a fireplace? <sighs> and then remembering that same wine that you used to drink with your family before you stopped talking. Wine is a way that you can unwind. Of course, we always tell listeners to drink responsibly. If you're listening in the car, that's an absolute no. Unfortunately, a lot of people still uh, drink and drive. It's very Mm -hmm. dangerous. Mm -hmm. My brother did. Don't really get to see him anymore since the funeral. His funeral. Um, Thanks for the clarification. Another thing that could unwind you down is um, cuddling up with a sweet partner. Maybe you could find a close loved one. Specifically, your lover. Do people cuddle up with loved ones? Yes. Loved ones, it's kind of a gray area, right? Oh, you said it, Mysterious Mason. Yeah, because, like, I guess... Like, a cousin is kind of a loved one. But I'm talking specifically about, like, a romantic partner. Getting real ambiguous over here. <laughs> I don't like gray areas. There shouldn't be gray areas in love. Man, are we getting into some weird territory. <laughs> Tip three. Uh, uh, write in a journal. Three things that you are thankful for today. Um... Should we say ours? Yeah, we should say ours. For myself, I'd say I'm uh, pretty thankful I caught the bus today. Been having this weird dynamic with the bus driver where he clearly sees me and then keeps going. And uh, I don't know what happened. Very frustrating. Gotta do those civil duties. What I'm thankful most for is um, big old fucking cantaloupe waiting for me at home that I can just carve into with a fork. You have a big cantaloupe waiting for you at home? Yeah, I bought it like a, two, two days ago. Just been finding the right time to eat it. I also am looking forward to a big cantaloupe I bought two days ago. I don't know what it is about cantaloupes. They really get me going. I guess I'm going to cuddle up with my cantaloupe tonight. So you don't need a loved one. Mm. Food can be a loved one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should do some uh, station identification. This is oh, 107.7 this smooth uh, roads at night. Hi, welcome back to the show. I don't know where you went, um, but this is the segment called Yikes, These Guys Can Really Bring a Room Down. I'm back. Um, oh, hey, so can- maybe it was you that was gone. <laughs> oh, wait, was it you that was gone? I'm so I thought sorry. it was the listener, but oh. I guess it was you. <laughs> That's why the listener is leaving. They're like, if you song's gone, why do I need to be here? All right, well, welcome to Sad Times at Richmond High, a.k.a. Geez, these guys know how to bring it. I was thinking that, too. Wow. Uh, uh, Kevin. Lay it on me. I am so sad. Yeah, talk, I want to talk to you about it. <laughs> it feels like, and I don't know, because we both live in L.A., mm-hmm. it really feels like every day in L.A. is just having your hope, like, slowly, slowly graded down. Yeah. Um, and you're like, stop it, please. I'd like to keep some hope. Mm-hmm. And then the world is like, no. And then it just keeps grading you down. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, no, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but there are moments, not to be Mr. Optimist, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where it feels a lot better, right? I feel like you, you're a king of uh, 
and I'm not trying to say this in an insulting way at all. Right, right, right. Focusing on the <laughs> negative things, yeah. and then when a thing goes really well, you're just like, "Oh yeah, that was cool." Um. Anyway, <laughs> oh, can I say I was watching yeah. your Twitch yesterday, and I was oh, laughing yeah. so fucking Wait, hard really? at work because you're playing what Super Mario Maker, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were just like on a fucking tear <laughs> about like feelings and stuff in the darkest way. And just watching you play as like a two-dimensional Mario, like, like this was a here we go again. This comes back to like we we don't know new material. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but but, <laughs> but but like what you were doing, which made me laugh so hard, uh-huh. was you were like, um, so then I'm reading this, and imagine as I'm doing this, playing a like a video game, right? And you're talking to. The viewer is like, uh-huh. uh, so then I'm reading this Medium article, and it's like, did you know that people actually, um, when they're not assholes to each other, they actually like each other? It's like, uh, the doy. <laughs> and then you hit a mushroom, and then it immediately just flies off screen, and you go, great, I didn't need that anyway. <laughs> right, 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 right. But like... In that room, it didn't look like like if I walked in, I'd be like, "Yikes, this is really sad." Right. And then I felt guilty because I'm like laughing very hard watching this. <laughs> no, I mean I'm really glad because like I don't know that tear was because I was like reading articles and I swear to God I did this like I um I don't know why you wouldn't believe me. Well, ironically, I looked up how do you trust people. I just typed that. No, into I, I look up like weird, stupid stuff like yeah, that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, no judgment if anyone else here has done that. But it was just like, man, I shouldn't say stupid. I mean, like simple. Yeah, yeah, concerningly yeah. simple. Concerningly simple ideas that are impossible to execute or yeah. like very, very difficult to execute. And all the advice was just like. Give more. And it's fuck, it's like, equally as vague. It's equally as vague, and it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, if you have trust issues, just trust more. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. This is. I shouldn't be plugging a podcast as you're like talking about. No, this, no, no, please. But something I really liked, Hollywood Handbook. Uh, that and you know Drew Tarver. Yeah. He did this like short uh, thing on Stitcher Premium called like Derek Contrera, and uh-huh. he played this like. Rob Deerdick level skateboarder who's like, <laughs> now I'm doing a podcast about giving you business advice. Yeah. It's like failed skateboarder turned business <laughs> like entrepreneur. Yeah. I like uh, that. And uh, the whole bit is that like his advice is bullshit and because yeah. it's so vague. Right. The advice he's like, you got to work hard and like keep it up. Like that's not actual advice. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. think that's what can be frustrating about articles like that is. Yeah. It is that, like, did you get a full night's rest? Right. It's like, that's not really going to help me. Yeah. But I will say to those articles, to their side, they don't know the ultra-specific thing you're going through. Right, exactly. So I think, like, the way they write those is just, like, a horoscope. Yeah. Just, like, your friend David is actually nice, too. (laughs) And then, like, sure enough, you're like, oh, I haven't talked to David in years. I mean, like, uh, yeah, my personal version of that would be, like, five Super Mario Maker tips and how to to manage your interpersonal relationships. Um, But, no, it can be frustrating uh, that way. And when you're reading those articles, you're obviously already in a sensitive state. I'm speaking from experience, too. No, of course. You're already, like... Why do they call it medium? It should be called extreme. Extremium. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're already in this, like, weird sensitive state. Mm -hmm. And then when you're at the point where you're now researching it, it kind of feels like you have, like, reaffirmed it of, okay, now it's to the point where I'm I'm tangibly, like, looking things up. Yeah. Because I feel like we both have those thoughts, like, a million times a day, Mm -hmm. but not to the point where we're, like where we're not always looking it up. Right. I feel like it gets to a certain point where then you are like, all right, now I need to like actually read about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it did help because, you know, it gives you like terms and new ways to think about things. But mm-hmm. it, I, I I just want someone like, I, I, and after I say this, Kevin, can I ask a favor of you? You have to respond how the listener would respond, which is you sung you big dumb baby, please stop. I just want things to be easy. I just want someone to like shake my shoulders and be like, hey, you gotta, you know. You said the you same thing in the second episode uh-huh. about the masu- like getting the massage. Oh where yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I know this sounds so snobby, yeah, but I got a massage. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, I know you hate me. It's like right. no one hates you. You song, everyone loves you, and it's fine to get a good massage, like yeah, get yeah. a massage. Mm. And the same thing with this. Everyone wants everything to be easy. 
Yeah. And that's right. what's frustrating is here's here's what it is. Mm-hmm. It could be easy, but you would have to give up so many things because yeah. I think it's not hard to this feels so like it's not hard to find easy stuff. Mm-hmm. You just have to like give up all the stuff that require you to work hard. You know what I mean? Like being a good podcast producer, that's not easy. Like you have mm-hmm. to do a lot of work. Like yeah. writing um like a a spec script or like a novel or anything or yeah. like doing music. None of that stuff is easy because it requires like you to push yourself creatively, which is difficult. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted like something easy, I don't even want to like say an example because I don't right. want to like all the like. I mean, I'll Detective listen. Pikachu give a huge fuck you to insurance salesman right at the start. You know what I mean? Where he's like, yep. I don't want to adventure. I want to sell insurance. And it was like, well, okay, sorry, insurance. But like, I think sellers. like they're saying the example, that example of right. this is an easy thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think what's hard, and not just like being in LA, I think this is pretty universal. That feeling of being stuck sometimes. And just saying, like, why can't things be easy? It's because you are, like, pushing yourself. Yeah. And you're feeling the response back of, you didn't find the success yet. So it just feels hard all the time. Yeah. And not to get, like, darker, but then it's that chase of, like, now I found success. Now what's the next thing? Wait, that's hard, too. Okay, what's the next thing? Now that's hard, too. Yeah. And I think that's the challenge is, like, trying to constantly find the like lighter side, the happier side when dealing with the frustrations. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and I like totally understand the second episode, like the last episode, which we recorded like six weeks ago. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, Um, But I was like- I have a beard now. Yeah, and I have three kids, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. Um, But I like was like, I got a personal trainer and I'm seeing a therapist. Uh-huh. I still have the personal trainer. I haven't seen the therapist in like- Two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a period where, like, I sh- definitely should have seen the therapist. Yeah. I feel like it was, like, not to, like, bum people out. I was just, like, between that episode and this one. I mean, did you hear that piano intro I gave? Yes. Yeah, okay. And I, yeah, so people definitely knew what people, they were getting yeah. into. <laughs> um, But I was just, like, in such a bad place. Yeah. Like, I just could every day mentally. And it wasn't, like, even stuff. And this is where I feel like it's more of a, like, I don't know if clinical is the right word, but like a thing where it's like, oh, this feels like it's out of my control. Like it's right. not like someone's like, you're a dick. And then I feel upset. Right. Like upset. Also, sorry for calling you a dick. Yeah, it seemed unnecessary. <laughs> but like waking up and being like, why am I sad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But like stuff like that where I was like, okay, this feels like where you should go yeah. see a therapist and psychiatrist. And I still didn't do it. Right. And not that I'm, I'm glad at all. Like I regret it. I should have. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, like taking a step back, it does make me feel like a human being that's like, we're not always going to have like an upward trajectory. Yeah. Like even in that like darkest moment and still refusing to seek help. Now, like two months later, I'm like, yeah, you know, that's being a person. You don't always like make the right choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it would be like robotic if I was like, and then I like went to the gym four times a week and then right. like doubled the therapy sessions. And right. and now I'm better. And, and, and yeah. yeah, cause then it's like, it's kind of like just giving the finger to like being a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, I feel weird saying this because I fucking hate when people are like, have you, haven't you heard people like, I'm just a human being, like in arguments when they're like, sorry, I'm not perfect. I fucking hate when people do that. I have a that. lot of friends with just very uh, loose jaws. Yeah. They yeah. Talk. They're, and they sound drunk all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when people say that. I yeah. know so many people that have tried to deflect taking responsibility mm. by saying like, well, I'm not perfect. If you say that, like, fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't, that's such a cop out. It's not a real excuse. Right. And I, you know, and I think I am taking responsibility saying like, I just chose to not do anything. I like gained a little bit of weight as well. Mm-hmm. But now like a couple months later, I feel kind of like, okay, I found my footing. Right. Um, you have three lovely children. I have, I have three lovely kids and I need to not learn their names. It's <laughs> that's, that's the complicated situation. But 
there was a moment where I like took a breath uh-huh. that I didn't take in a couple months right, right. and was like, okay, things aren't great. Yeah. But now I like stopped Yeah. and I'm not going like down anymore. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hijack at all. No, what you're no, saying, no. but I just am very much relating to like, oh yeah, things fucking suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's extremely validating. Like, uh, you saying, cause you haven't achieved the success yet. Yeah. And, um, it just, so it just sucks. It just sucks all the time. It really does feel like that. You're like the the part of the reason is because I feel like I can't guarantee anything. Like yeah. I can't even guarantee anything for myself. So it really does feel like you're in a dark room. You don't know where the walls are, and mm-hmm. you don't know how to get out. Like, oh, I just bum myself out with that comparison. But it, like, it really, it really does feel that way. So I mean, but I think <clears throat> that's normal, and I I don't get. And this is probably out of jealousy. First, I don't think anyone has like all their shit figured out, but. Also, when people are in that dark place, people don't really talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's like embarrassing and it looks like things are going really bad and you right. don't want to like discuss that. I don't talk to like some of my closest friends about the stuff I'm going through because mm-hmm. exactly that. It feels like a complete downer. Yeah. Like I'm having a great time with my friends. I don't want to be like, by the way, uh, <laughs> things are looking so good uh, between the ears over here. <laughs> right. Because then it's like, okay. And it's nothing about my friends. It's yeah. just like, oh, I don't want to do that right now. Right, right, right. So. I, can I say something? Yeah, please. I'm about to see. I just, uh, so I've, I've seen a psychiatrist, but all we do is like, hey, you still taking the medication? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's still good? Yeah. And then we leave. But then this time I was like, hey, do you have anyone to recommend? And he, uh, a few weeks ago, gave me this feel that if you are a therapist in Los Angeles and you're, in his words, not mine. If you're a good one, you have a private practice and you don't accept insurance, which is just like, oh, what a what a bummer. But um, wow. So we found one that was on my insurance that happened to work in the same like clinic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy, no, a therapist. Therapist, yep. And I haven't seen him yet. I'm seeing him next week, but I've never had a male therapist before because I've never talked about my feelings to any of my guy friends, like in high school or anything. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, here I go with all this prejudice. See, ya. like, um, so uh, I, mean, I can't wait to like. <laughs> He's like, so where are you from? And you're like, you're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play sports. Yeah, no, I no, I, I mean, like, I, I, I either have to say something, you know, just very casually, being like, hey, here's the prejudice that I have for you, <laughs> or, or, or I, I, I've been thinking about. It. I think I can compartmentalize it and be like, here are the things that I'm dealing with. Like, what do you think? I think it, there is a way to say like up top in a nonchalant way, like, yeah. oh, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I haven't really had a therapist who's a guy before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did the same thing when they were like, do you want a guy or, or a girl? I, mm-hmm. I said female. Yeah. So, what is that Freudian thing? You know, that's yeah, like. Yeah. We need to talk to our moms or something. Yeah. I mean, I've told the story a thousand times, so I'm just going to... I had a dream where my therapist was spooning me. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard that. Dream my therapist was spooning me. Did, it you was great. T- did you tell her? I told her and it was the most I've laughed in an entire hour with another human She's, being. And she didn't laugh at all. Oh, she no, 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 yeah. <laughs> she didn't laugh at all. She thought it was insane. She's like, it's not funny. It's yeah. very inappropriate. <laughs> um, I'm glad. Like, I obviously, let me know how it goes. Um, of course. No, I would say, like, we're both going through, like, our weird dark shit Mm -hmm. and i think we both need to like remind ourselves that like and not just like on this podcast but like as we're going through it that's okay and that's what easier said than done obviously but i think what helped me kind of like get out of the mud a little bit was telling myself like like addressing it and being like that's all right man let's try to take a small step out because i think for myself what was happening was I was just getting more mad mm-hmm. the harder and darker it got, which yeah. just made it harder and darker. Yeah, yeah. So then I, it was just like self-fulfilling prophecy of like, yep, it still sucks. <laughs> yeah. Instead of that, no point being like, and I think specifically it was because I saw like, maybe you have this as well, like, the Kevin I want to be is nowhere like this. Right, right. And so yeah, yeah. what I didn't realize was I just kept taking steps farther and farther away from that. Yeah. Instead of saying like, why don't I try to take one step closer to that? Yeah. And the we, Kevin you want to be is Kevin James, right? What is Kevin James? Because he's so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, but like, I no. think uh, the moment I was like, hey, let, it's you're not going to be that person yeah. tomorrow. And then being like, 
trying to find, like actively trying to appreciate smaller like victories instead of just pushing them away. Yeah. Um, like enjoying things, you know, like going to my grandma's 90th birthday yeah, and yeah. seeing cousins that I haven't seen in like seven years mm-hmm. and being like, literally seeing cousins who was like, so whose boyfriend is that? No, that's your other cousin. <laughs> and being like, oh, I don't recognize any of these people. And like getting to catch up with those people. Yeah. That's and then crazy. flying home and being like, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, on the, it's funny. I feel like I'm all over the place. Both of us are. We should call, We should have called it that. All We're over all the over the place. Yeah, that would have been a good title. But remember, like, in the last one, I was like, um, my relationship with my parents is, like, getting... Uh, we're talking less and uh-huh. I feel guilty about that. Is that a bad thing? And then seeing all of them in that moment and being like, this was nice and that doesn't mean it's bad. That was like, it was like validating. Yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the important thing was like, the thing I was happy about was that I actively appreciated that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, you're not asking for advice. No, you? I mean, uh, I swear to God, I'm not just trying to create like a wholesome podcast moment. Um, no, 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 I'm, Um, but I truly like, it it is just extremely validating hearing you say all these things, even if it like, likewise. Yeah. 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 Just, it's extremely validating saying, saying these things. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, just because I didn't like, yeah, I legitimately thought I was the only one. (laughs) No, I understand that. And I, yeah, I think I felt that way as well. Yeah. So, um, let's just cancel the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to celebrate the life and death of Kevin and Yusong's self-esteem. It all started very innocently, just two young guys trying to make it in this podcasting industry. But boy, oh boy, did they get cocky. I don't know what changed. Maybe seeing a bunch of people starting podcasts. Kind of an alarming amount of people starting podcasts. Um, uh, can, I, can I say something, Pastor? Sure. Um, thank you for allowing me to break the format of this. Yeah, who are you again? Oh, I'm one of the um, altar boys who, uh, uh, named Charles. Okay. Um, I knew Kevin and Yusung from before they started podcasting. They would take these big risks, like say something in a joking tone and not have any idea where their sentence was going. Um, and now they don't do that anymore. Um, and a funny thing is, I think they subconsciously go back to recurring things um like something they probably don't realize is this is the third episode of three where they've brought up a priest and the second episode of three where they brought up altar boys and priest relationships (laughs) so it's a combination of them not being funny and when they attempt it going back to highly controversial very inappropriate things. What does that mean? Um, hey, it's me, the altar boy, Charles again. Take the floor. Um, I recently went to lunch with you and Kevin, and, you know, the light was gone from their eyes. Um, they didn't used to have this sullen look. Um, and so we ordered brunch, um, and when they were ordering... Kevin said something along the lines of like, I'd like a salad. Um, the, the, the waiter asked, yeah, uh, a salad. And he was like, yes, and. And in that moment, you can see the light almost come back into his eyes. But then he just said soup. That's funny because I also was at lunch with Kevin <laughs> and song, And I saw them get their food. <laughs> And I saw a waiter drop a bunch of utensils in front of Yusong and pick them back up 
and put them back in his little pouch with a uh, probably intentions of giving that to other people. Um, this um, is so <laughs> accurate to something that really happens when Kevin and Yusung go and get lunch together. They watch utensils being dropped and then immediately put back into like the you know the the, the apron pouches and it's really disturbing. And I don't know if I saw ever a light in Yusung's eye, but in that moment it definitely went out. So um. Thank you for, you know, sitting here today and celebrating their self-esteem with us. Welcome to the closing segment of this episode of Maybe Don't. Where we're going to read off all the ideas that we had for our photo shoot. And you, if at this point, you have seen it. But if you haven't, we will tell you what we ended up doing was lying down. Uh, I'll read these off because Yusong is playing some obviously very beautiful piano. Painting slash covered in paint. <laughs> well, you never told me this. I don't think I told you any of these. <laughs> Painting slash covered in paint <laughs> and were holding paintbrushes. <laughs> oh my God, that's really funny. I think this next one might be my favorite. Because I just, I, I don't know how I thought this was going to happen. I just wrote, in coffins. <laughs> I mean, we did have a lot of dead plants that we were thinking of incorporating. That's true. Yeah. Next idea, in doctor slash nurse scrubs covered in blood. We're holding paintbrushes. And holding paintbrushes. Next idea, cowboys. Yeah. 1950s businessmen. Floral. <laughs> I just wrote floral. In a classroom. That's fun. Oh my god, you will not believe the last one. It's not this one, it's the next one. Okay. Um, next one is a sleepover, and we're in sleeping bags. And the last one, to bring it all home, nuns slash priest. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go home.